ready, and take five. Take number five, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and my name is Rick Beta. This is episode part two of two of my year in review, so if you did not check out last week's episode, that was part one. Did January through June, so check that out, and I'm going to finish the year uh, right now. I just kind of felt the need to reflect on this crazy ride that we're calling 2020, and that's all I need to say about that. You know what that means. So we can all move on starting this weekend. So you can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Don't be a stranger, y'all. Don't be a stranger. Okay? All right, let's get started. So as I mentioned, I ended the previous episode on the month of June. And as tough of a month that was, it was insane, we all know. July started off on, I'd say, a much better note. You know, and this whole episode, this is this isn't everything that happened. This would be like a 12 hour show if I did that. But these are just some highlights that I kind of took note throughout the year and and either talked about it or blogged about it or, you know, stuff like that. So we had a return. Oh, yeah. See, this was a a little bit of hope and optimism in July. We had the return of Man Ramp. You know, he returned after a three year break and it was definitely worth the wait Actually, now I think about it, though, in fact, I mean, are we going to see any more clips this year, Man Ramp? I mean, we only have, what, four days? I'm recording this on a Monday. Three days. So, I don't know, maybe we won't, but who knows, he might shock us. But Or maybe he's stacking those clips for 2021. That that actually might be more accurate. So, But I miss you, man. Ramp, I miss you, man, so I hope you're doing well. But Man Ramp is the man, though. If you hate on Man Ramp, you have, that says more about, like, you then it does him. You have to do like some soul searching. You got to find a way to just clear those negative thoughts because you cannot. I, I or I should say, I don't see how you can hate on Man Ramp. So his story, the, just his, what he does for skateboarding. I mean, come on, man. So just saying. So July also had Eric Dressen. Uh, he broke down one of the most epic skate videos of all time from 1989, Speed Freaks. If you haven't seen it. I'll uh, try and include it in the show notes. If not, bug me to include it, and I'll do that. But it's a classic, a classic video. And Eric, I mentioned this on the podcast, the episode. He's probably one of the most humble dudes, I mean, I've never met, right? I mean, I bet he's the same in person, like total humble, down to earth. Like, it just, he's so chill. Like, He's a, I mean, he's a perfect fit for Santa Cruz as well, if you think about it, because he's been on the team for decades, and they obviously see that as well. I mean, he's a legend, a living legend, an OG, so it's always good to see and hear from Dressen. So I, 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 that really, that was a nice highlight of the year too, is him breaking down Speed Freaks. So go check it out. If I actually watch Speed Speed Freaks first, and then go back and watch what he kind of talks about it, some really good insight. Sammy Baca. Dude won. He won the My War game with his epic story about his, you know, his nose slide, big spin down, that spiral rail. We all know about it. You know, Baker 4, yes, it was awesome. But I think that is his rail now. Like, no one should ever go back there and, and, and skate that. And and I even think that it should even be more extreme than that. Like, that building should, like, rip that thing out and send it to Sammy. Like, it's his. 
He should have that, like, he should have access to <laughs> to that bad boy, like, anytime he pleases, whether it's walking down it or skating down it, and not have to ever, ever, ever take a six-hour round trip to just do something on it. That was insane. I can't remember the math on all the hours that he spent. I broke it down on the ep- in the episode, but he spent a lot of time in planes, trains, automobiles, just doing, trying to get that ender, so it was crazy. But yeah, he deserves that. I mean, I could totally picture like MTV Cribs, if say they do a revival reboot and with him flexing that rail. He's like, hi, my name is Sammy and this is my crib. <laughs> you know, he's got his like spiral staircase behind him. It should happen. It should happen. I'll chip in five bucks. Put me down for five bucks to help, you know, the cause. We'll do a GoFundMe. But well done, Sammy. That was, as I mentioned, that was probably my favorite My War of all time. I don't know how that's going to be topped just from the trick selection, and the amount of time and blood, sweat, and tears. So if you haven't seen that My War, go back and check it out. You know, you still have time. Check it out. It's on the internet. And I can't can't wait to see what is next for Sammy Baca in 2021. Next up, we got the month of August. Skate Mafia, they gave us a 20-minute quote-unquote promo, which at the time we were all like, uh, isn't that like a feature link? You know, okay, whatever, you know, 20 minutes. But that in, indeed was a promo to their hour-long feature length, which was like, they just straight up killed it in San Diego. Like, I'm surprised they allow anyone into their territory. Like, that's their bubble. Their squad is legit. They've been doing it for years. Brandon Turner had a hell of a year as well. I think he just turned, uh, he had a birthday today. Happy birthday, Brandon Turner. But yeah, that Skate Mafia video was legit. And it was, and it went by pretty fast for an hour-long video. We don't, we don't see a lot of hour-long. Actually, we kind of do it. We had the one in this month of December. I'll talk about that a bit, but not too many one-hour videos that actually hold up to the hype or like really, like impress us. And that one did. So, Trey Montgomery. If you guys don't know who he is, he skates for Santa Cruz. I think he's, I mean, he's obviously a flow rider. And he's only nine years old. He released like this video that had. He basically has a bag of tricks like an adult. And just doing that Davis gap alone was insane. So he's already done that. He by barely, like a a millimeter or two, he barely made that. His butt kind of hit it on the way down on a couple tries. But when that kid has a couple more growth spurts, he's going to get even better. So I think he's definitely someone to look, you know, he's only nine, right? I think he maybe turned 10 this year. Think about that. Nine years old, killing it like he is. By the time he's like an adult, crazy, crazy. So... Looking, definitely looking forward to him. Beagle's Trick Curse. Yes. That was killed off this year. Yes. It was lifted. The curse. Beagle. And not only did Beagle have to deal with constant snitches, like snitches everywhere. He had to communicate like via sign language. You got guys eating chicken in the window. That was a great My War as well. <laughs> Actually, quick, quick note. I, I looked at the numbers. His My War actually has a hundred thousand more views than Milton's kickflip. Just a crazy stat. You know, I don't know why I found it. Maybe the algorithm had them kind of lined up and I saw I'm like, wait, whoa, really? Okay. That makes sense. You know, everyone's everyone wanted to see Beagle get that curse lifted. You know, the backstory about it. You know, we all know Milton's a maniac. So that one, I could see why, but hundred thousand more views on Beagles over Milton Martinez's. Hmm. Makes you think so. But snitches will always get stitches right right beagle september was a solid month for the podcast 
Jack Connor, Carlo Monti join me on the show. It's great to chat it up with those guys. SoCal, SoCal legends in the making, as I say. And it was cool to rap with those two dudes and, you know, talk skateboarding and their new startup, Hospital Flip. So be sure to check out hospitalflip.com. You know, say if you have anyone that needs, it'll make sense when you go on there, but you can have an examination via your phone. We talked about it in the episode. If you haven't heard it, go back and check it out. Two, two cool dudes and one great product. So I, I definitely highly recommend that. And I hope to shred with those guys next time I am in SoCal. So be ready, Jack. Be ready, Carlo. I'm going to be. Hey, guys, I'm here. Don't worry. It won't be too early. And I'll have my mask. Don't worry. And Eric Ellington's out there was a nice insight into like the Ellington, Ellington lifestyle. Stylish shoes, great Pop-Tarts, legit breakfasts. Those are things that come to mind first. And Eric, he can still kill it in the streets. Very nice to see that. Dude still has it. And he skates with Jason Momoa, who was kind of linked, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the seven, six degrees or whatever of Kevin Bacon. He, Jason Momoa is linked to Bear Walker, who is linked to Eric, Eric Ellington. And I talked to Bear Walker earlier this year, too. And so, anyway. That just popped in my head. I figured I'd vocalize it. So that was a good out there as well if you guys haven't seen it. Oh, boy, I'm rubbing my hands now. Lucas Puig and Adidas announced their latest shoe in typical Puig fashion. And, well, actually, it's kind of a lack thereof in regards to the fashion because dude was about 70%, I think, of the video was he was just in board shorts. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. It was board shorts. That's it. Skating. No socks, no shoes, no shirt. And uh Lucas, I think he solidified his role as the leader of the no shirt nation. And and this move was so large, so dominating that not only do skaters they have to get pre-approval from Lucas now to to skate without a shirt, but they have to provide concrete evidence that they are worthy of such an honor. So it's got to be trick selections. Like, okay, what trick are you going to do without your shirt on? Is it going to be a rail? Is it going to be a ledge? Like, you have to get pre-approval from Lucas Puig moving forward. And how crazy is that? Like, there should be no, like, I want to hear about I want to hear the interviews. Like, okay, Lucas, you know, coming up, knocking on his door. I have this trick. I have this idea. And he's going to be like, are you in a shirt and no shirt? And they're like, no shirt. And he's going to decline it. If you're, if you're not legit, you got to bring it. He is the leader of the no shirt nation. So there should be no videos out there of peeps skating unless it's via approval. I mean, you, you, just to avoid a lawsuit. I'm just trying to be, trying to warn you guys. I'm looking out for you. Okay. Chris Colburn and uh, AKA Cookie and Coberman, they blessed us with this. They're, they're like fire hit. It's, it was a song slash video titled Heat Wave. And you know, the one that pretty much like solidified Chris's post skateboarding career as a performer. And if you haven't seen it, you are definitely missing out. Do yourself a favor, revisit it right away, and also watch the actual music video. So there's the skate part and there's the actual music, music video for the song. Chris really does have a legit future as a pianist. I'm just saying it. Or at least a mock one <laughs> in a music video. Dude sold it. It was an instant classic. And one that I will go back to on the regular. Not just for him, but for the song. You know? Especially during like the frigid California winters. And yes, I can hear you guys laughing at that. I know we don't get that cold, but you know what I'm saying. 
Christian Kerr, he, he had me literally L-O-L-I-N-G. Yes, it was a, a perfect example on an article. It was called Seven Tricks to Make You Look Better Than You Really Are. And I'm almost laughing just saying that. Great job, Christian. And I hope they gave you that nice bump per word after that one. You deserve it. You deserve it. And yesterday, as a matter of fact, I did a ton of stretching and pivots in your honor. So that was a great one, you guys. You have seven tricks to make you look better than you really are. Very rarely do articles make me laugh out loud. And that one was one. Great highlight, Christian. Great highlight for the year. Thank you. Can't wait to see what you did do in 2021. No pressure. You don't have to make us laugh on every single article, but maybe 50%. Yeah, okay, yeah. So moving on to October now, Dan Berman brought back Copers for his epic 50-50. It was down, it was at the Staples Center, the but on the other side, I guess, the, the rail. The, the, the rail, it was a sticky rail, but it appears that that Coper trend is already dead again. Like he brought it back, one and done. I was questioning, like, is this going to come back? Are we going to see an increase in copers? Because we the rail rails have come back, or as in cabs, like Cab says, he's pretty much been riding rails the whole time. But I don't know, copers will they make a comeback? I I think they'd be fun for like five minutes. <laughs> it just seems like it'd be too slippery. So if you're on like a wax curb, that's just too much to handle. And even rails too. Like I haven't gone back to rails yet, but I, I think one of my boards I want to try it, but. I'll probably just end up on my ass on the ground because it's going to be so fast compared to what I'm used to. But I don't know. Did you pick up a set? How's it going? Let me know if you did. Now, this next one, it didn't get the response I thought it would. So, and actually, I haven't heard anyone talking about it yet. It was, it was Kento Yoshioka Evizen. I, I didn't find out if that's right. I think Evizen, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. But like, at all. I haven't heard any more comments on this. I mean, sure, he had a mix of kind of like one-of-a-kind slash circus tricks, you know? But I think his part was entertaining to watch, though. So, and, and I would just, like, all I know is I, I personally would just hate to play a game of skate with this guy. Like, just put me down for, like, SKA to start, man, if you're going to do all that crazy stuff. Because I, I don't have that those tricks, man. But I don't know. That was a highlight for me. I thought it was, it was one that was different enough to stand out and he had a right he i think i remember when i was talking about it like he there's way there are ways to do tricks that are just kind of stupid and silly but then there are ways that he does the stupid and not stupid like the different tricks at like a calculated rate i guess i'm trying to make sense but you know it just it wasn't like a a one and done and dog and pony show i guess what i'm saying i'm rambling too much on that moving on FA World Entertainment released their security camera footage inspired video that, you know, did not disappoint. Aiden Mackey, <laughs> dude took probably mo some of the most craziest slams in the world. Like, there were so many. And I and I even think about it and talking about it now, I remember there was that one edit where it just kind of like, it had him run into the wall. <laughs> and that was the edit. And I was like, whoa, that was crazy. I think I even laughed out loud. I mean, I, I hate seeing bails, but that one, the timing of that one just it kind of caught me off guard. But has anyone checked in on him late, lately, though, now I think about it? You know, I just want to make sure he's he's doing well. Can someone let me know? Thanks. Richard Stickney shocked the entire anti-manual world with his smile edit. However, I think he easily could have named it Smirk instead. 
I mean, if you just think about it, right? For the video, those of you who've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, dude was killing it with both regular and nose manuals and pretty much all the variations as well. And he did most of them between 12 and 12.30. So not at 10 p.m., not 3 a.m. He was very specific in his time. It was between 12 and 12.30, which is pretty crazy. Man, maybe it has to do a lot with the how hard of a shadow he has. You know, he doesn't want to have a distracting shadow or maybe a certain wind at a, at the, that comes with the noon you know, time timeline. I don't know. I'm not 100% on that, but I'm just like, because I'm horrible at manuals as well, but I don't know. And I, and I do remember he had a legit ender, so you cannot sleep on that. Even if you watch watch it to the end and watch the ender, it's, it was worth it. Yes, there are a lot of manuals in that video. Crazy manual video, but you might want to check it out too. Great ender. Skateboarding lost another OG, RIP to Ellen O'Neill. I think I talked about a little bit about how she was in uh, an episode of Wonder Woman. And the stunt double for Wonder Woman was a Mongo pusher. So, so that was a nice little tie-in, you know. But I did note, or I made it in, in my notes here, she was she was rocking Nikes before most of you were even born. So think about that. Think about how long she's been skateboarding for. Rocking Nikes way back in the day. And I, I don't think she needed to get them via raffle, too. So that's very important. So now October. Actually, 1027 to be exact. I formally congratulated Mason on winning Sodi. I mean, that pick, of course, was an easy thing to do, right? It was like shooting a whale in a bucket. You know, it was, it's so simple. So well done, Mason. Well-deserved. Got to do it, man. One last final golf clap of the year for you. And if you, and I'm talking to you, Mason, if you want to skip out early, like skip out of work early on Friday, you are more than welcome. You've earned it. And also be sure to use up any like floaters or PTO that you may have because those don't roll over to next year. Okay. So you've earned the time off. I just want to give you a heads up on that. So well done. Appreciate it. Jagger Eaton turned pro, which was a great moment for him. <laughs> but damn, Gary Rogers, he got me. <laughs> oh, I'm even laughing now. <laughs> he got me fixated on his. <laughs> His fruit ninja chop. <laughs> Gary Rogers, man, skate line. That almost killed me, man. That I mean, my stomach still <laughs> hurts on that. So shout out to Gary for always making us laugh. I appreciate it. And I still, to this day, have no idea how you cram so many great jokes and one-liners into like a three-and-a-half-minute video. So we should all like sue you or something. I don't know. It just it, It's ridiculous. So keep killing it, Gary and skate line. But that was fruit ninja chop. <laughs> killed me man killed me so moving on to november now so primitive pro frankie villani he released one big mess that was a great edit and the only thing that was a mess was actually his animated character so that was a good i was like whew. the real flank frankie villani did not get like dewey cox so but i gotta say though like what what was up with that title though like i was thinking like yo why does that mess have to be Big, quote-unquote, Frankie. Why does it have to be a big mess? Huh? So, I don't know. I'm just glad he didn't get Dewey Cox. So that's 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 the main thing. He didn't get chopped in half in real life. But he, too, he did have some options for Toady. So good luck on that, Frankie. I'll be looking forward to congratulating you on one way, one level or another next, uh, what, next week, next month. Transworld Skateboarding, the online-only edition, of course, brought back the uh, skate and create competition after a 10-year hiatus. 
And what do you know? Team Birdhouse took the win. They had their updated war rig. We actually got to see two rigs in one video. And I guess, you know, it's because one of them got stolen and it was recovered. A lot of their gear was gone. I bought one of those. Tony Hawk was selling, like, picks to recover, like, uh, gear and stuff like that. And he was doing a, a hand plant on a war rig. I have one of those. Can't wait to put it up in the No Mongo studio one day. But, yeah, it's it was very cool. And it was very nice to see Heath and Jeremy, like, basically serve up a, an egg face sandwich on Tony. But, well, not really. I guess he wasn't, Tony wasn't really too happy about it. You know, he was kind of pissed. But. I don't know. Just think about how many breakfast burritos those could have gotten. But anyway, I'm not not complaining. But it was funny to see Tony pissed. He was he had he did not see it coming at all. But congrats to Birdhouse and the War Rig on another victory. Hopefully, hopefully they bring this back next year, assuming that things keep mellowing out with this uh, pandemic we got going on. Right. Ryan Sheckler and X Games released another installment of the Bean series. So that was that was good to see, and. That, well, unfortunately, I should say, got me pumped up to watch The Life of Ryan. And I did end up going to YouTube to watch some more clips, but I'm kind of slowly backing up on that thought. Ever since I said that, I'm like, eh, maybe I won't get around to that. So let me know if you finally checked that out and was it worth it. I just want to find out if it, because as he was getting heat for it, like people were saying that he was literally destroying skateboarding. And I wanted to see, like, okay, is this killing skateboarding? I don't think it, I mean, obviously it didn't, but I don't think it was that bad. But then again, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> so let me know if you check that out and how it went. So Primitive, the rest, well, kind of the rest of the team, showed up in the fourth quarter. And yeah, it wasn't all of them, but they made a statement. So, or actually a reminder, a nice reminder that the future still is Primitive. They are a legit team and they... As of, as of right now, that video is sitting at about 317,000 views on YouTube, so it's well on its way to 1 million. And I can see that happening very, very soon. Primitive, so good. Tom Knox. Long, awkward pause. Need I say more? Concrete Jungle, they helped create Jamaica's first official skate park this year. COVID almost got in the way, right? But an awesome team of industry people and locals all made it happen. Jamaica, they are going to be a powerhouse in five years. I'm calling it now. You just wait. Big things are on the horizon for them. And all I got to say is you better watch out, Japan. They are coming for you. Coming for you now. Brazil, too. Zane Timpson wrapped up November with what I could easily see winning best trick of the year. His My War showed us just how insane he is, but also how important croakies are. You know, but then again, I mean, most people skating in glasses aren't doing what he does, so maybe they are needed. Maybe I was just kind of overreacting because I was like, get this guy some croakies. So many scratches on his, his lenses. I know how much glasses are. They're not cheap. But either way, Zane is insane. So I can't wait to see if that wins best trick, though. I wouldn't be surprised at all. A lot of contenders for that this year. And finally, we are at December. Well, technically, we are still in December as I talk. Today is the 28th. But you get what I'm saying. So December was kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I liked and I still like the feeling of this month. 
It's not the best, but nice. So I guess I could say it could have been far worse, like way, 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 way worse. And it is, it was on many levels. But a couple of highlights from this month. So I had Gordy Tharp from the Wood in Your Ear podcast. He finally crossed enemy lines. And we finally, we finally put our differences behind us. It was getting ugly for a while there. Like straight up, like we were going to be like in the ring, UFC. We're going to call Dana White. I mean, I don't know about you, but if it's sometimes like cutthroat in the podcast game, especially the skateboarding podcast game, you have to fend for yourself. And just the fact that I mentioned his name right now says it all. So, but oh yeah, be sure to pick up one of his books. You know, yes, you can invert. It's a great, great read. Shout out, Gordy. We also got to see Elijah and Gilbert kill it in All Right. Okay. That's how I say it. Not like, all right. Okay, I'll do a nose grind, flip out. Yeah, that's fine. But it was great to see and hear, like, the elation, the the the, the weight get, like, lifted off of Elijah as he got out of his slump. So he, too, got out of a slump this year. So it was very cool to see. And those are the worst. Like, we've all been there. We've been in a slump in, or a filming slump or just a trick slump. You know, and I wouldn't wish that on anyone, you know, at all. So, as usual, great job to Greg Hunt and also Roy Orbison. He killed it, too. Again, he killed it. Great job, Roy Orbison. I'm sure we'll be hearing from you again next year. Converse Cons blessed us with Seize the Seconds. That's a very nice message there. Yeah, shout out Ben Ramers as well. But although we we basically got to see every single rider on that team, guess who I wrote down on my notes? Louie and Alexis. They stole the show. It was their show. But it was a great video. So we're just living in their world at the moment. And can you imagine if Louie wins Sodi next year? Right after his boy Mason won this year, it could happen. Don't even come at me with hate for that one. I think 99% of you guys would agree. They're like, damn, that would be amazing. I'm just going to leave that there. So we'll see how things get started starting this weekend. The Sodi race begins this weekend. So very exciting. Death Wish, they poked their heads out and reminded us all just how insane their heads are. And I guess it makes sense because if you have a guy named Pedro Delfino on your team, it almost kind of is expected. I mean, he rubs off like a little of his insanity onto their team. And well, and onto me as well. Like he has me thinking thoughts that I shouldn't. I'm like, dude, Rick, you're going to be 46. You have a family. You should not try that trick. Now, this was easily my favorite video of the year until Illegal Civ came in at the last second with Godspeed. Did you guys watch it yet? That team came out with like their official carbine action 200 shot range model air rifles all ready to steal our attention. Definitely stole my attention. It fired me up. I mean, actually, it really, it, what was cool, which actually it kind of sucked because it came out on Christmas. Great timing, guys, but then bad timing because I started watching it before my kids woke up, right? So I was like, oh, sweet. New video out. I'm chilling in bed. The clock started ticking. My kids are going to wake up and they're going to want to open up their presents. So I got about a half hour in and they woke up. So I'm like, all right, I'll have to finish it later. And that later meant. I watched part one in the morning, and then I finished it way after, like, they had gone to bed, and 
I was almost, I wasn't falling asleep, but I was tired. So it was later on in the evening, but great video. Probably, damn, see, I just said Death Wish was my favorite video of the year, but I think they're, I'm leaning more towards Godspeed or both. Can I buy both? If there's physical copies, I'm buying both. Does that say something? Such a great video. I'm going to watch it again probably like over the weekend or next week, but so good. And I'm going to watch it on my TV because I watch on my phone, which doesn't do it justice. I tweeted that a couple days ago. My, my goal in 2021 is to watch more skate videos on my TV. So because watching on a phone screen, it's, it's, it's okay and convenient, but I don't like it anymore. I want to, I want to give the videos their full glory, have it cranking through the, the speakers, you know, just make it a make it an overall better experience than it already is so i just had to add that so well done godspeed <clears throat> well done Devonte jolly and thanks for picking up that extra present for us you know i, I appreciate it so let me know um, how much do i owe you just let me know appreciate that last minute gift and my last favorite highlight of december was the new tired video I love everything about Tired. Everything. Everything. And they are quickly becoming my favorite brand only because that is the exact type of skating and style I am all about these days. That is that is me. I can relate. I get it. Just the fact that I'm still rolling around at all. That's a huge deal. But the Tired crew keeps me motivated. So thank you guys. Thank you, Tired, for being you. I want, I don't want to demand, I would love more tired in 2021, please. Please? Thank you. So that's it for this episode. That's it for this year. I appreciate the continued support. I really, really do. Thank you so much for having me be part of your year. If you've been listening for two years now, thanks for just listening for that long as well. Thank you for allowing me in your life. That means so much to me. I'm trying not to get too sentimental here because it is the end of year. And it's a it's a it's been a crazy ride. We all know that. And this show is actually going to hit a milestone episode number 100 next year. And I'm just getting started. Barely getting started. 100 is great, but that's nothing compared to how much I want to do. So I, like I mentioned, you guys, thank you so much for all the continued support. I love you all, and I will talk to you next week. Be safe, and Happy New Year.